All right, so we back. Now we're going to be talking about what well, we all know what the Alphabet Transformer Decepticon gang was going to be doing since, you know, these uh, Transformer women are convicted sex offenders. What am I talking about? Let's get into it. Our talk radio, live in 4K. Fair use. Responders were called here to these apartments on Saturday for an apparent cardiac arrest. When they got here, they discovered someone had died and also found that several people were hiding children in a back room. Tonight, four children less than 10 years old are in DCF custody after authorities and public officials say they were found in an apartment with six cross-dressing men, sex toys, drugs, and alcohol. Firefighters discovered them after one of those adults died at the apartment. How much you want to bet that single mothers gave these kids up? How much you want to bet? Hmm? How much you want to bet they did that? Where are the parents? It was obviously sickening, you know, to, to hear from those that were there at the scene describing what they saw um, in the actions of the adults that were in the room. City Councilor at Large Michael Flaherty says he spoke with the firefighters who responded to the Mary Ellen McCormick apartments and filed paperwork to make sure the state intervened with the children. According to their incident report, the apartment was in extreme unsanitary conditions. All adult parties were being uncooperative and denied having children in the apartment. Drugs, alcohol, drug paraphernalia, sex toys, etc. Why can't we see their faces? Why can't we have a perp walk? That's what I like to know. Why can't that happen? Uh, and so they were concerned. They had reached out to me just to make sure that it didn't get swept under the rug. The governor says DCF is now involved in investigating. Just heartbreaking, terrible situation. DCF has taken those children into its care and, and custody right now. City leaders doing a walkthrough here, now wondering how this could have happened. Counselors planning to hold a hearing with the Boston Housing Authority. The place is disgusting, uh, and uh, this is on BHA. Uh, they uh, need to be doing a better job uh, down there. Now, the Boston Housing Authority sent us a statement saying that they had received no prior complaints about the unit where this all apparently happened, and they're working with the agencies involved to take all the appropriate follow-up. We're live here in South Boston this evening. This, this is really just... Uh... Where's the surveillance camera? How did they were able to get these kids? Are they checking the surveillance camera? How did these kids get brought into that complex? That's what I like to know. And why isn't there a perp walk? That is what, that's my question. How were they able to access these kids? Where is the security camera? Five children found hidden at a drag queen party filled with drugs, sex toys, and a dead body. Police say not suspicious. You see how much rights they're getting now? Do you see how much rights they're getting? I have another article to talk about what happened in New York City with that alphabet parade. 
First responders were called to a public housing complex in South Boston for a man in cardiac arrest and found a depraved party, including six men in drag, narcotics, sex toys, a dead body, and at least five children aged between five and 10 years old, hidden in a back room. According to the first responders, the adult men were uncooperative and denied there were children in the apartment. Wow. Insane, man. Just really, really insane. Despite the above facts, the police declared the incident not suspicious. Nobody has been arrested. Boston Herald, four children living in in squalid conditions. Why are they playing around with the number of kids that were found there? Boston Herald reported four children living in squalid conditions while being hidden from first responders were found in the apartment filled with alcohol, drugs, sex toys, dead man. Sickening said at large city council, city councilor Michael Flaherty, I was informed by people at the scene that there were drugs, alcohol, sex toys, and all around the apartment, as well as a dead body on the floor. The fire department report obtained by the Herald, confirmed by police response, states that a BFD crew was sent to Old Colony Avenue Saturday morning for a call that a man had gone into the cardiac rest and required medical attention. That address in the Mary Ellen McCormick housing complex run by the city. However, according to the incident report, firefighters found more than just a routine medical emergency. The apartment was extremely unsanitary conditions. Approximately six adults who appeared to be males were seen in the apartment. They wrote saying they subsequently found four children in the back bedroom being hidden by an adult male from first responders. According to the incident, the children ranged, yeah, I read that already. All the adult parties, all the adult parties were being uncooperative and did not provide helpful information. All adults present denied having children inside the apartment. Boy, I could not be a cop or a firefighter and I had to see that. Oh boy. <sighs> Fire crews say they filed the 51A form with the appropriate state agency. Fire crews, according to the incident report, performed CPR on the person in cardiac arrest who apparently died. The Boston Police Department is investigating. A fire department spokesman confirmed a call came in for that address at about 11, 11 a.m. on Saturday, June 17th. The officers responded to the area of 381 Old Colony Avenue for a death investigation. Direct detectives, district detectives handling not suspicious, no further information. A Boston Police Department spokesman told the Herald it's unclear whether the children were relatives of the people the fire department describes as a parent to be male or if they lived in the apartment. Flattery Public Safety Chairman on the council told the Herald Monday night, Monday night, the dead body found on the floor was from an apartment or apparent overdose and that a man wearing a wig claimed to be the, the father of the kids was found in the, back, in the bedroom. Mm. Wow. Father of the kids was found in the back bedroom. Wow. Wow. Multiple sources tell the Herald some of the adults were addressed as women when first responders arrived at the scene. Houses not front page news. A government subsidized apartment filled with sex toys, drugs, and a dead body. Possible pedophiles who demand you call them women and four children. We know they're hiding something, 
since they refused to cooperate with first responders and initially tried to hide the children in the back room. Yet we don't know who lives in the apartment and somehow no one has been arrested. Wow. But here's something more disturbing. Okay. Thousands of drag queens chant, we are coming for your children at New York City Drag March. Told you. Thousands of drag queens chanted, we are coming for your children while marching in New York City's annual drag march on Friday. Mainstream media and fact checkers have been denying there, there is a campaign by drag queens to indoctrinate our children. Now drags are up to the fact. In a video posted on Twitter, Tim Cast protesters chanted, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. With many in the crowd wearing sexually provocative clothing and dancing topless, watch. We are, and this is what Tune Poole says, we are like they are groomers. They are like we are coming for your children. So we all agree they are groomers. Let's hear what these people have to say. Insane, man. Insane. Right in your face. Right in your face. All right. This is what... Uh, Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene says, okay, we're here, we're queer, and we're coming for your children. This is what they said, the the, uh, the people at the Pride March. This movement grooms minors to have mastectomies and castration and fuels a multi-billion dollar medical child abuse industry. Pass the, child, the, pass the Protect Children's Innocence Act. Let kids be kids. My thing with Republican Marjorie Greene is the fact you hired Milo Minneapolis, who said it's okay for adult male child relationships, that, that it's okay. Milo Minneapolis, you have on your payroll. So I don't take Marjorie Green seriously at all. But let's continue to watch this footage. All right. Okay, hold on a minute. Gotta switch, I gotta switch the uh, second. That's what they said. Oh, damn. That's what they said. All right. Wow.
right? That is basically what they're saying. Sick and twisted. Sick and twisted. Can't, what, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? That that wasn't true? What they're saying? In an online post, Republican Marjorie Green, all right, said this movement groomed minors to have mastectomies and castrations and fuels a multi-billion dollar medical child abuse industry. Another video of group gathers around a drag queen on a blowhorn, repeating his words and demands while some held signs that read, drag isn't for sissies. Yeah, right. The sentiment is reminiscent of when the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus released a song in July of 2021 proclaiming they'll convert your children and that is the gay agenda. We're coming for them, we're coming for your children, we're coming for them, we're coming for them, we're coming for their children, the gay man sang. The group deleted the video after outrage put, but defended it and is calling it a tongue-in-cheek humor. However, since that point, drag queen story hour and family-friendly drag shows have become popular across the country. The push for children to be allowed to get sex change operations have also become a topic of daily discussion. Republican-led states have been forced to pass laws prohibiting sexual performances and sex changes for children. Democrat-led states have moved in the opposite direction, becoming sanctuary states. These procedures and performances, representatives in California are currently pushing a bill that would allow a child to be emancipated from their parents and allowed to undergo a sex change regardless of the parents' thoughts on the matter. Yep. Sad how things are going. This is the way things are going in this country, and people are going to have to make a choice uh, to homeschool their kids. That seems to be the only logical decision at this point. It really does. All right. But now let's get into a person that is really not helping at all, and that's Dr. Umar Johnson. All right. And we got grifters that are helping to just, you know, keep black women and black men divided. But let's get into it. Fair use. Have in mind for my people, which is ultimately liberation for all African folks. If I die in the work, it was my destiny. And yep. if I don't, it wasn't. You know what I mean? So for me, I'm content with whatever happens. Mm. But my comfort and peace of mind comes from knowing that this is the destiny I knew with God in heaven before I incarnated. So it don't really bother me. So, so let, let me ask you this question, right? To, just to go back to the day and outside your race. Um, you once said that dating interracially is a form of self-hatred. Absolutely. Um, why do you why do you believe that? Absolutely. Because why do you want to stare in the face of a member of the people who have committed the greatest human atrocities against your people? These are the people- Is that only do... specifically to white people? Or you, do you mean if they date an Asian woman or Indian woman? Is that still the same? Well, I got two answers. If, we, if right. we're dealing with white people, right. yeah. why would you want 
one of them after what they've done to us and continue to do mm. because your white girlfriend's still a racist. She still doesn't value black life. You understand? That white man Serena Williams is married to, he don't value black life. You understand? That white woman that took a billion dollars from Tyler, uh, not Ty Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, yeah. She don't value black life, right? <laughs> I can give you countless examples of people I've met in therapy who were called the N-word by white husbands and white wives. You understand me? White people who have mm. sex with you, didn't the slave master sleep with our mothers and grandmothers? So just because they land in the bed with you, what mm. makes you think that they that, that shed their rent? Maybe it's just the fact that maybe these people um, chose poorly in mates. Okay? Let's not forget that you also had blacks that were helping white supremacy. Okay? No one wants to talk about that. The blacks who are sellouts that are on the Republican and the Democratic Party that worked for the demise of the black community and of the black household. Nobody talks about that. Talk about the slave man. Okay, we talking about white supremacy. We got to talk about all the aspects, especially the enablers and the and the, the agents that help out in white supremacy, which are also in black skin, like Candace Owens. Okay. What about her? What about, you know, uh, Brandon Tatum, who said that the Central Park Five were guilty of grape when they weren't. Matias Reyes was the culprit. Thank God for DNA evidence and thank God for the Innocence Project that exonerated those five innocent black boys who are now men. Okay. Thank God. And you, you can't hate all white people because there were some white abolitionists, okay, who risked their lives for black people to stop being slaves, like Cassius Clay, who was putting slave people who were pro-slavery in the dirt in duels to the death. Okay? That man was a beast. And Muhammad Ali was given that name, Cassius Clay. It's sad that he didn't keep that name because that name is a name of honor because that man protected was fighting for blacks to be free. Racism. They don't. White people are racist. All white people are racist. There's no exceptions. They might not all be bigots, but they're all racist. Yeah. They all want their people to dominate unfairly the resources, the opportunities and the privileges of this society. So what, Every white person. What about the people that just say love is love? All white people, huh? But you had abolitionists that risked their lives. What about that, Umar? Hmm. Right. Who believes love is love? I mean, that's most people's answer. Most when they that talk might about... be most black people. Love, love ain't love for most white folks. White for everything white people do has a political purpose. Mm. Everything white people do has a political purpose. Ain't no love is love with white folks. Would be, we be considered racist if we only date within our race? No, that's what you call race loyalty. So it's race loyalty when a white person only wants to date white people. All right? See how this is done now? White people could be racist, but not black people. Chinese people could be racist, but not black people. Or, or they, they have more resources than us. That doesn't mean anything. All right. There are poor whites who are racist against blacks. Racism means my ethnic group is superior and better than yours. 
That's it. And people act upon it. Whether they don't like you, they try to harm you, they try to kill you, they deny you jobs, they act on it. And black people can be racist as well. And they act on it, even whether they have resources or not. I remember a story about a black man who assaulted a white woman. And he did it because he was he was basically racist. And you get racism is a group system yeah. of exploitation, discrimination, oppression, bias, mm -hmm. where one group seeks to deny all members of another group their fair share of resources, opportunities, and privileges. You know why you can't be a racist? You don't own a damn thing white people need in order to- I know he was going to come up with that dumb crap. I know he was going to say that. To live. <laughs> True. White people need you for nothing, but you need them. Mm-hmm. Who schools our who schools our kids go to? Theirs. True. Our money in whose banks? Theirs. Who's building the houses we need to rent and buy? Them. Who's shipping our stuff around the world that we need to order to live? Them. You follow me? Mm. They don't need us for shit. We need them for everything. We are as dependent on white people today as we was when slavery ended 157 years ago. Mm. So, in my opinion, mm -hmm. if you talk to an integrationist. If you talk to an integrationist and say, how far have we come since slavery? Oh, we've come very far. We got a black president. Now we got a black vice president. We got a black Supreme Court justice. We got about 10 black billionaires. We got about 100 black. There's a strong chance my daughter could be one of those. I hope she's not. She could be one of those who never get a husband because only one out of four gets a husband. You see that. So when a black woman says, I don't need a man, that is a reaction to the reality that I may not get a man. Well, the, the quality of is, your own fight. Right. Because well, nobody else has been through what you... Sorry about that. Because she couldn't find one strong enough. Don't come with that. She couldn't find one strong enough. The fact of the matter is, some of these black women, okay, if we're talking about the ones in the urban setting, okay, a lot of them have been sexually abused all right, grew up without fathers, all right, fathers left them, like what happened with uh, um, the Higher Power uh, podcast when she was uh, on Fresh and Fit and talking about how she went through trauma, her grandmother kicked her and her brother out for hours, not feeding them, okay? Do you expect a person like that to actually be a wife and actually be able to be part of a marriage for very long? The answer is no. It's not strong enough. Get therapy. That's the point. You wouldn't want a black man who came from those type of um, trauma to marry a woman. You would say, no, brother, you need to get some therapy. You need to get some healing. You need to get your mind right. But for some reason, you want black men to be a psychiatrist and to be a father figure, because that's what you're going to end up doing when you date a woman who comes from that background. You have to be her father figure. You got to be her shrink. And you, if you play that gambit, be her husband. You got to be her therapist at the same time. to hold her down or when you meet a woman and you say sister I'm, I'm strong enough to be a man you ain't got the work or you ain't got to pay the bills or whatever 
pull back. I got you. And she can't do it because all the other men before you mm -hmm. who disappointed her. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is black. Who chose, to, who chose those men? Who chose those men? For us men, when we make those mistakes, you got to pick yourself up, get counseling, heal, and then dust your feet off, try again. All of a sudden for this women, for these women, they're not told that and they need to be told that. Okay. See, the saddest thing when you try to have these arguments online and you tell women this, they get mad. They want to cry. They want to say, you don't know my story. We don't want to hear that. The reality is we, here's the thing. On this space, you won't make that much money unless you're telling people what they want to hear. If you're acting like a Umar Johnson and telling people what they want to hear instead of what they need to hear. And black people from the urban community need to hear what I'm saying, need to hear the truth, okay? That many people in this black space are talking. There may be few, you may not hear about them, but they actually care about the black community. They'll tell you the truth. The problem is the truth is not popular and it's not profitable because people don't want to hear that they have to work on themselves. People don't want to have to have their own up to their bad decisions, regardless of gender. Man, we got to be patient with our women because we created that personality. We created that. And then we, we want to. If you didn't hurt her, you didn't create that bad personality. Okay. That's the thing. And it's not fair to push this on men to take care of women who did not hurt them. There are more women in this world than men. So men have the option of going to another woman. Instead of putting up with a woman who's damaged and refused to get therapy. That's it. Why put up, why, why go through that? Why? For what? Because you're going to be shamed into dealing with a dysfunctional woman when there's more women in this world than men? Umar does not make no sense. Act like we didn't play a role. Okay. We have to be in held accountable for their poor selection. No, you have to be held accountable. No, you have to be held accountable because they have a poor selection. No, no, no. No, you got to put, if you're in an environment where you got five men that are toxic and like 2% that are good, then you have to see if you could date out. See if you could date maybe a black man that comes, that has a Jamaican descent and has a good head on his shoulders. But once again, that doesn't mean anything if you're traumatized yourself. If you come from a cesspool of toxic men in an environment where, where, you know, dope dealing and stuff like that, that woman that calls herself the female Kevin Samuels, her best male friends were pimps. So her dating somebody else, she has to, you know, have no father figure in her life. She has to get some mentorship, some therapy before she could go out there and try to date because she comes from a, a, a pool of toxic people. So she that was she's toxic herself. Come on, man. This ah 
See, what you're saying, you're selecting a poor mate. And what I'm saying is they don't have much to select one, so of course she's going to end up with a poor mate. And why is she going to end up with a poor mate? Because we as black men are not raising black boys to be the men that our women need. Maybe they should have had a better so Maybe if they chose better. Oh, that's all we got. That's all they got. I'm sorry. I don't believe that. I don't. Because some of y'all gone to college and you've seen men that are well to, well to do. Some of y'all, these women were good jobs where there's good black men there. You got cars, go travel, possibly find a good black man. It's possible. But the problem is, are these women toxic? What's the point of going over and trying to find a good man if you're toxic yourself? Because once you find them, you expect them to put up with your negative behavior attitudes thought patterns that you really don't want to change most of them don't want to change now what we are not they out there killing themselves right now what we doing about it and umar johnson has told women that they wasted their years doing things like reckless sexual behavior and they have a clock that's ticking now. Come on now. Employ black males, what we doing about it? Pants sagging, weed smoking, what we doing about it? Black men are not raising black boys to be the men our community needs. Why don't you talk about these black women keeping their fathers, keeping the kids' fathers away from the kids? And these men are not men that are going to abuse the kids or abuse them. They just, the, the kids' fathers want to be in the kids' life, but the mother's not allowing it. Why don't you talk about that? Where are the baby daddies? Why aren't you talking about getting, getting, getting the baby daddies in these kids' life? Why aren't you talking about these women preventing the kids' fathers from being in their kids' life? Why aren't you talking about that, Dr. Umar? This is why we all see him, those of us who've been watching Dr. Umar, seeing things about him. This man, we say, is a fraud. He's pandering, panda bear. That is 100% our fault. What I'm saying is she got a right to be angry with us. Agreed. She got a right to be angry with us. I understand we have that. not been on our job as black men. Right for what? You didn't choose a good black man. They had opportunities to go to college. Didn't go. Opportunities to graduate high school. Didn't go. You didn't want to take those roots. Didn't listen. Wanted to get pregnant by the dope boy or some dude that was not, fa not father or husband material. Come on now. And then you have the good dudes they were lucky to get pregnant by. They don't want that man around the kid, possibly because of the fact that maybe they caused the relationship to end. And now they want to be spiteful to that dude or whatever happened. But that man still want to be a father to that child. Why are you letting them not be near the kid? This happens more more than you think. And he is not talking about it at all. 
the men are the providers, what have we been providing for our community? I'm not speaking you individually. Yes, yes. Because you may be a damn good father. You may be a damn good father. You may be a damn good father, but guess what? What are we doing for the community? What are we doing for the children who don't have a father? You don't think the black woman got a right to be angry when she's been raising two-thirds of the kids by herself for 50 Who told her to open her legs to men who would not wife her? Who told her to let that man slide up in her raw? Who did that? Was there a gunpoint to her head? Hmm? I don't, I, I can't stand Dr. Umar, man. I can't. I just, I, no, no, man. No, no, no. This man is straight up clowning, man. Straight clown. Yes. And the minute she raised her voice, we say she not humble enough. I she had I, to I, become masculine to survive the rape, I, the molestation, I, the domestic abuse. Are you telling me you can't? First off, all right. Why aren't you telling these women to get therapy? Why aren't you telling these women to pick better selections? Hmm? That stuff probably from childhood. You know, like I said, a lot of these women are not getting help for their trauma and they're medicating it with booze. They're medicating it with sleeping around. They're medicating it. He's not talking about this stuff because that stuff will make you a single mother. I know a woman who had two degrees, but she was a victim of abuse in early childhood. And that had her doing some wild, reckless behavior. Dating men she had no business dating, she made more than those men, twice as more. Put up with abuse, men stealing from her, beating on her, Who chose to date those men? You're bashing the black woman. Again, who chose is not victim. You have to take accountability for who you let in your life. See how I, we created that? I understand that, but she needs if to be more If we was loving selective. our women and, and taking Thank care you. of our women, do you think she would be like that? That if, personality if has if a history. If she's picking Pookie and Ray Ray instead of... You're making junk. her a scapegoat. No, she's the, picking a scapegoat. No, 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 no. There's, there's good Did quality men that they ignore. Why, she even got a, why, why, why is there even a Pookie in the selection? You got to ask her No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why there's a... It doesn't matter. Look, if there's a Pookie in the selection... Why is he in a selection? Scroll, keep scrolling. Swipe left. That's it. Swipe left. Why even have a discussion of why Pookie's there? Why not avoid Pookie? Why not avoid the Pookie in a selection? Why not avoid bottom shelf Brad? Hmm. Why not do that? Why is that so impossible to have spit out in the conversation? Because that would mean she has to be accountable instead of blaming black men for things that is not within their control. You want black men to take care of children that they have no authority over, that you can't charge a fee to make the woman appreciate. When you have to pay for something to get a new skill, 
to help your family out, you appreciate it more instead of just having it for free. Some of these women don't even like the teacher calling them in for PTA to tell them that there's a problem with their child. So imagine what they will be like when a black man steps up and says, I, you know, wants to tutor or mentor their child. Some of these women don't even want to pay. Because black men have abandoned black boys and have allowed social media, white media, athletes and rappers to raise them. That's why. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Who's home? Who's home with these children? More. Single mother, a single father, the single mother. What are you talking about? Who's the one watching love and hip hop? Who's the one having them listen to gangster music? Who's the one letting them watch videos of Nicki Minaj? WAP. Who's the one? The single mothers. Can you stop with this nonsense, man? Nonsense, man. She with Pookie. If we never allow Pookie to develop, she would not have a Pookie. If we're going to be men, the mm -hmm. first thing we got to do is take responsibility for why our women feel the way they feel. I can I can hear that. I'm not saying that. Yeah. that they're right to disrespect because even if a woman disrespects me, right? That still don't give me a right to disrespect her because she's still the queen of the community. Give me a break. Queen is a title that is earned. What the hell wrong with you? Is every black man a king? No. Yeah, stop this nonsense, man. This dysfunctional stupidity that goes on with these black thought leaders. Spitting is it? You entitled your breeding entitlement for women who don't deserve a title. Even if she's not acting like it, I'm going to give her that respect. Respect is earned. She don't do anything to, to deserve respect. You don't give it. You treat her accordingly. And that's that. Oh, ma'am, you don't want to pay the fee for tutoring for your son? That's cool. Come back. Take your son until you are ready to pay the fee. That's it. Put some discipline in her. And also she has to be also doing the work of teaching that boy or daughter what you have instilled in him after the tutoring session is over. But when I hear brothers talk like this discourse we have now, yeah, yeah. we act like we don't understand. No, I do, there's I reasons do, for that shit. I do understand. I, I, women are so valuable. You get what I'm saying? Like, I think women ground men and help them, you know, propel to the to the next level. I, I think men go get further in life with a woman, mm -hmm. right? But when I, if I'm a hardworking man, but I'm only looked at as, as resources, okay, and then she's ready to jump on Tom, Dick, and Harry because he has he's he got flash, he's uh shining a little bit more, his access to money is quicker than mine's. It's it's kind of hard to have that that well no um, one i agree with you but that's not all sisters no it's not it's and if not. you're constantly running into that type of woman yeah then the problem is you because you why can't he say that about the black woman dating all these freaking men that are degenerate and having babies by them and having two or three kids by three different men why can't you say that about the black woman you see how he's a hypocrite flaming you're attracting a certain low vibrational energy. Why yeah, why, is why that? That's why can he say that about these black single mothers that they're attracting some low vibrational energy? Why can't he say that? This dude is sickening. Same energy for the for women. You just you just again you have because the man we having a conversation as men. Yeah, I got I got plenty of interviews 
with all women where I check them too. All right. But as a man, you should not be concerned about what I say to them. Mm. No. As men, we should. First off, as men, men already getting the tail whip for making bad decisions. Women, on the other hand, are being cushioned with welfare, wick, and other things so they could keep making the same bad decision over and over again. There are women who are on these government assistance programs that have kids for a check. Okay? You're not checking them for that. You're putting all the responsibility for women's bad behavior on men. They don't want to change. Men already have consequences in place if they do not change. If they do if they keep doing reckless behavior, they go to jail, lose their driver's license, their job, W2s. What man? Ah, shucks. I'll listen a little bit more and I'm going on to the next one. To be concerned of what we're going to do to produce a better generation of black males for tomorrow. That's the only that what that is where we the only way to do that is to have that you will do mating selection and mating selection will have to eliminate all the toxic people. So if black women are toxic in these urban communities and they're not willing to listen to a man, don't want to hear a man will listen to indoctrination of feminism. OK, that was meant to keep white. That was meant to keep black women and black men separate. Then what do you expect a black man with resources to do? You think he's going to date a toxic woman? No, he's going to go outside his ethnic group or date a woman who is black, but Guyanese, black, but African, black by Nigerian or black or from um, Haiti or Dominican Republic, an Afro-Latino. But he's not going to date a toxic black woman. And the vice versa for a, a, a black woman who has her head on streets. She's not going to risk her womb and her legacy being with a man that's toxic and is, is not suitable for marriage. What are you talking about? That's how it has to go. He's not realistic. The goal of marriage is not for everyone. Everyone can't get to the promised land. And that's a fact. That's the truth. It's a sad truth. But that is it. To be even suitable to be a marriage partner takes work. Now, a lot of these women aren't willing to do it, just like a lot of these men aren't willing to do it. I don't understand why he can't just say that. Spit that out of his mouth. Spit it out. All right, I'm going to the next one. I'm only talking about uh, just racist things. She's at it again. Good grief, man. Just pearly things, just, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Fair use, fair use. Well, some were father figures like George Washington. Hold on a minute. You also said George Washington was viewed by, from his slaves like a father. I guess that's part of what mm -hmm. part of the what the myth, I guess, is that not all slave owners were evil. Some were father figures like George Washington. I can't believe. Wow. You know what George Washington said about the Native American? The Native American are just beasts that deserve nothing but utter ruin. That's what George Washington said. And this is what 
is in the mind of just racist things. I'm sorry, just pearly things. And she wonders why she's getting attacked like this. Let's keep going. There are certain facts that we're not allowed to talk about. Like what? I would love to. We're, we're doing the taboo. Oh, we're, we're, we're mixing it up. It's red pill, baby. <laughs> hey, yo, shout out to Ethan on this one. This one's funny. Let's oh, actually, I think we should ban divorce, too. Yeah, I think that should be banned. I would say ban, ban divorce. For a woman who hasn't been married, doesn't have kids, doesn't want to... You have no experience in marriage. What are you doing? What 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 are you doing? I don't know. I don't agree with divorce all the time, but in some instances, it's needed, especially in like abuse or partner is ir grossly irresponsible with money and is causing hardship on the family. Then yeah, I, I would I would go for a separation. <sighs> Grifters are gonna grift. That's what I could say. I want you guys to think about what you're advocating. You see your parents, one of your parents should stay getting beat by the other every day and you should witness your parents get their ass beat because they chose to marry the wrong person. That's what y'all really saying. So mm -hmm. let me just ask you generally, like what kind of messages are you sharing on your platform? What kind of important messages is it that you find yourself are about? Um, I believe in family, so I think that we should have policies that push family. Um, I think that feminism overall was a bad thing. I think um, I think women are happier um, when we have you know a family and kids over a career in the long run. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm a little nervous. It's okay. Little, yeah, little... I understand. You, you should be. You should be soft-spoken, Ethan, starting off. Well, tell us about your views. As if he doesn't have a full-page document going, dumb bitch, dumb bitch, dumb bitch, dumb bitch, dumb bitch. <laughs> Page number two, dumb bitch. <laughs> and to be honest, you could write a whole book about how much of a dumb, you know, but anyways. This motherfucker going to obliterate you uh -huh. just because it's easily, you're easily obliterable. So it's more like, yeah, traditional, you want people to kind of follow more a more traditional path. <laughs> In terms of mm -hmm. family and gender and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, and you just see the negative, um, like, outcomes a society has when, like, families fall apart, right? And it's especially hard on the children. Like, you see, you know, um, you know, more, you're more, the kids are more likely to go to. Listen, I know Rihanna said diamonds shine bright, but this forehead is glistening. And as a fellow Ethiopian, I just want to say, Pearl, you might be white, but that forehead's one of mine. <laughs> you feel me? Yenelich, how about Chinese? You know, it's just nice to see it on the big screen. So how do you push a policy that promotes family? Like in what way can you force a family to stay together or encourage it uh, in a sense? Um, well, I think you, you first have to get rid of incentives that incentivize like women to leave families. So um, like, you know, for example, child support, alimony, I'm not really a fan. My thing is like this. I really feel bad for her if she ever was in a situation. And let's say the laws actually came in favor of the fact that you had to stay with a married person, even though they were toxic to you versus getting a divorce. I would hate to see her in that type of situation because 
you probably would see the real pearl come out and would be not a pretty sight. Shoot, man, this woman, Griff, Griff, Griff. She does not believe a word of what is said. You know it. And those. Okay. 90% of divorces don't involve alimony. Okay. There is no alimony for like 90% of people. That is for a select few. So just get that out of the way. Let's oh, say actually, that, I think we should ban divorce too. Yeah, I think that should be banned. I would say ban ban divorce. So, so banning divorce means that when you decide to get married, you are n you are not allowed by the government to leave your significant other in any situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just think that if you want to leave, you just shouldn't get married. If you're saying you're not allowed to get divorced, so we're talking about, like, what if the relationship is physically abusive? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I think if it's physically... See, the, this is the problem, though. All right. If it's one-sided physically abusive, okay. Fine. Divorce. We, we can allow divorce for those exceptions. But, okay. like, I've even talked to people that work at, like, abuse centers, and they say that the majority of abuse is mutual. So it's not just one side's hitting the hitting the other. It's, like, mutual. So Surely that's just, not every well, time. I think, Who cares if it's mutual? Why does that even matter? If it's mutual, you both of you should be trying to get a divorce. You shouldn't be together. Uh, what, you, you think, like, well, listen, yeah, you know, if it's one side, I get it. But if it's mutual, figure it out. Excuse me? No. If you guys are beating on each other, you might need to just actually call it quits. Do you think it's a good idea to raise a kid in an environment with parents beat on each other regularly and violence is their first instinct? Why is this even like a rebuttal? And the thing that... I... The type of people that Pearl appears, appeals to is scary. I mean, look at Modern Life Dating. He was asked a question about marital abuse, and he said, endure it. You should endure it. And you see how that worked out. That, that in, in trauma centers, they say that it's mutual. They don't exactly say that it's mutual. There's a nuance there. but What's the nuance? The nuance is that actually the person that is getting beat up, the victim, let's just say, actually has some patterns of violence as well. It doesn't mean that she's the person that is most physical or he's the person that is most physical or whatever, but they do engage in that. It's not equal, yeah. but they do engage in that. That's just a nuance. But Family mm -hmm. violence was... There's a thing also that people have been abused in, like, women who have been abused in, uh, in, um... In domestic violence, they could end up being abused themselves because they've been traumatized and it's 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 ingrained in them. I remember hearing a story about uh, a married couple and the husband abused his wife. The, they, they divorced, divorced or separated, and she went to the military. And years later, they got back together. So one night, the man, the husband is at a card game with his homies, his friends. He breaks down and he says his wife, after going serving in the military, now she's beating on him. You see how that goes? It's When it gets to that point, you have to leave. Okay? So people know, so the children don't end up with orphans. Was the cause of 25% of divorces. So I don't think it's fair to characterize that as some kind of like super fringe example of why people get divorced. Well, but you also have to look if there's incentive structures in place where there's a lot of false accusations in family court. <laughs> 
Um, like, and a lot of people don't know this, that family court is actually based off, it's not based off of evidence, it's based off a of balance of probabilities. Family court is not based off evidence, it's based off balance of probability. What do you think balance of probability is based off of? Evidence. Is the burden of proof lower in family court? Sure. Doesn't mean that you don't need evidence. You can't just come and say, oh, he beats me and have no evidence. You have to document stuff. You have to go to the police. You have to have reports. You have to have medical documentation. You can't just go to court and say something happened and then all of a sudden the courts believe you. That's not the way it works. They're gonna need phone records, text messages, emails. Why do you think when people go through divorces, they make such an effort to keep records of conversations, of dates, affidavits, witness testimony. Why? Because the balance of probability them. is based off of that evidence. You have to show them. She just doesn't know what she's talking about. She's saying things that she's read online, but she doesn't even know the words she's using. Yeah. And divorce except for one-sided abuse. Okay, sure. except for one-sided abuse. And is there gonna be a system to kind of, uh, how do you prove that that uh, the woman or man- Well, I, the... I think, yeah, I you, think you, have to, you have to press charges in criminal court, not family court. So only if your significant other is tried criminally, are you allowed to leave the relationship? Yes. Tried and found guilty criminally. Yes, yes. You know what's so funny is like... <laughs> and they gotta go through a lengthy, lengthy court case that lasts years before they can finally get divorced from their partners. During that whole period, they have access to all kinds of things when it comes to each other. Just know. It comes down to the fact that she hasn't experienced much, which is fine. But she thinks she knows a lot. So she goes, yeah, just do that. Just do that. Like, it's, it's a just thing. Like, you could just, there's no emotional attachment to this. She's saying this, and she has no emotional attachment to anybody to go through this. None, none of the mental trauma, the anguish, none of it. This is why it, sometimes content creation could do more harm than good. This red pill, this red pill manosphere space can do more harm than good because you have a lot of people talking out of their backside and have no real life experience. And Pearl is proving that more and more. Every time she pick up that mic and says some stuff like this. Like it's a just do that thing. It's not a just do that thing. Well, yeah, if they just go to court and do this and that, like if it was nothing. She All the time that she's, she opens her mouth, it's always like, yeah, well, it's really simple. But she hasn't looked into it or she just plainly doesn't know. And she, she keeps on saying stuff like that. And here's the thing. She's basically telling people you get your ass beat, which I think like 20 to 25% of all marriage divorces are actually citing reasons of abusing them. So yeah, when, when she says this stuff, she's basically handcuffing people to dynamics in which if they don't take the father of their kids or the mother of their kids to court and send them to jail, they cannot leave. Do you know how many people are gonna have to stay in relationships because of that? Do you know how conflicting it must be to marry somebody, to be in love with them, to find out they beat you every day? And now you gotta go through the process of sending them to jail, fucking up your kid's life, fucking up your own life, going through the trauma of having to take someone to court and testify and sit and, that's a lot. But you don't think about all those minute details when you're going through this process. Sometimes it's just better for the two people to just go their separate ways. Not everybody wants to go through the process of pressing charges and go through the whole thing. And when you say that, 
their out is yeah well then you shouldn't marry the first the person in the first place like there's no talking to these people no there's no logic talking with these people. they don't understand you know that mean? people change over time like not everybody goes into a marriage as things are fine then things don't change afterwards like people change and just because that thing comes out later you didn't see the foresight doesn't mean you should be locked into a relationship where you get beat by your partners i want you guys to think about what you're advocating you see your parents one of your parents should stay getting beat by the other every day and you should witness your parents get their ass beat because they chose to marry the wrong person that's what y'all really saying y'all really to let your moms or your dads get beat up by their partner show up abused and potentially even die one day because a lot of this stuff does lead to death right because they chose the wrong person. If you guys really can look at your parents and say they should stay through that kind of situation, kudos to you. I could never, I would tell my mom to get a hundred divorces before she even took one single punch to the face. Y'all would condemn somebody for life to that? Y'all built different than me. No, no, man, tough it out. Uh, Y'all built different than me. Tell your mama tough it out. Yeah. She can work through the it. The only people who I know would say this kind of goofy shit are dudes who probably have the plans of beating their partners, to be honest with you. Or people that haven't Like MLD. Who be beating women. That's the only people I say. Or goofy women who want to make money off goofy red pill people. But I was quoting a Thomas Sowell book. Mm -hmm. There she go with Thomas Sowell. The guy who made slavery okay. So. Uh, okay. Who's that? Yeah, so Thomas Sowell's an author who talks about the history of slavery. So. What the hell does that have to do with divorce? Oh. oh so, but do you, so do you agree with that premise that slavery was embellished or no? Um, I think that there are parts that are um, under embellished and there are parts that are over embellished. I think it just depends what That's we're talking about. That's so interesting. About. I've got to know what was over embellished about slavery. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a trap. <laughs> you know what it felt like? <laughs> you, know, you know what it felt like? <laughs> <laughs> you know what this felt like? This is like Ethan was like, I know what white people can't say. Now say it. <laughs> You've activated my trap card. See how excited he is? Tell me what you don't like about blacks. Just like one example, I'm dying to know. Mm. Yeah, I just I just rather I mean I was talking about a book that I read and I think to understand the context, you'd have to read the book. You, you know what would be cool? If she, if Ethan Klein found Mike TV and he was playing all the clips that she deleted and she was talking about Thomas Hall and talking how slavery was good and actually blacks loved slavery back then. Yeah. Woo-wee. I don't know if she'd stay. I don't know if she'd go. Either way, I'd pay to see the, her facial expressions. I would pay. Just said some parts were embellished, some parts were under embellished. I, I just think. Are you retracting that? I just, I, I'd really just rather not. Well, okay. He said, cross it, bitch. Why you why, why you stutter? You said it's over embellished. Go ahead, say what go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, cross it. Man, the things we are willing to do.
Hey, yo, shout out to Ethan on this one. This one's funny. <laughs> yo, he's trapped. Abu Topics. I, I just, I genuinely want to know how it was embellished. Yeah, yeah. What can't we talk about? Come on. <laughs> I mean, I could show you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Cancel yourself. Come on, do it. I'd rather not get into this, so. Woo! Sounds like a blue pill of attitude to me. This motherfucker baiting. This motherfucker baiting. Beta. Beta, baby. Beta. Beta, girl. Yeah. Um, I just, again, I was kind of hoping this was like a good faith interview. Wait, what's bad faith? I'm literally showing you clips of you saying stuff. Yeah, I just, I'm, yeah. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What about this interview has been bad faith? I just think you're kind of trying to push an agenda and you're not. Yeah, I just think you're trying but to that, push That's a clip of you I, saying that. Because I was talking about how the founder of the guy, the Thomas Sowell talks about how the guy that made Roots talked about how it was a myth for his people to live by. Okay. That's what the guy who made Roots said, Alex Haley. Okay. So, and I can't even talk about that on a podcast without being canceled by the internet. Yeah, but mythology... Uh, okay, just because the story that he told himself with the movie of Roots isn't real does not mean the things depicted in there didn't happen. That doesn't mean that that was embellished. Yeah, it was... Roots was fake. But the reality of slavery was real. It was real. It happened. The Devil's Punch Bowl happened. Rosewood happened. The destruction of Black Wall Street happened. The flooding of Black neighborhoods happened. The destruction of Black neighborhoods and building a highway through it actually happened. And you trying to say that yeah, it didn't happen. And you're trying to say that, you know, Blacks loved their slave masters. The ones that beat and SA'd them, buck broke them. Okay. The reality of slavery was far darker than the Roots movie could have ever shown. That's just a fact. Just because he's mythology is like. Black people were made into furniture. Some were even a delicacy. A delicacy. And she just craps on that. Like, it didn't happen at all. And she would never do this. She would never do this to the Asians. You, would never, you wouldn't do this to Japanese. You wouldn't do this to the, the suffering that the Chinese and Japanese went through. You wouldn't do this to, the, to the, um, the Jews. You wouldn't dare say this crap about the Jews. You wouldn't. But you'll say it about the Blacks. Because you know, you would def you your channel would be gone. Uh, culture, right, but I'm history. Saying that doesn't mean that the way it's depicted in the movie was how it actually happened, oh, and that's no. that's what he was talking about on the book. But again, so, I was quoting a book, and you're trying to like pin me down on quoting a book. Let me watch this again uh, and see if I'm doing that. Free stuff too, because that's that's literally they they the founder of, or the guy who made Roots What'd said I say? wanted a myth for my people to live by. Yeah. So they often, but that's what they uh, do. But, is they embellish. So then you say, but here's what they do. And I'm not trying to say it wasn't horrible. I'm not trying to say it wasn't horrible. 
Right, but they want to make it like more horrible. But they want to make so it more horrible that they can control people. So that they can control people. Right, but Nick Fuentes minutes, agrees. But by wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she. And Nick Fuentes is also someone that was caught in a scandal um, with the fact that uh, his friend Ali Alexander was molesting um, young interns, young boys. Hmm? That's who Pearl brought on her show a white supremacist and a person that sides with child abusers yeah yeah brought him on she gotta eat that let's keep watching wait oh my gosh five minutes before i say so will talks about this in his book so i'm i'm communicating in the interview no. that i'm quoting an author you're not being honest like, you say I they do this to okay, so you disavow, just disavow it then. That's easy. Just say I don't think slavery was embellished. I mean, that's super easy. That's like a layup. Do you agree? Do you, uh, you know what I mean? It's like just say you don't there, think slavery think, was embellished. I think, I think there are certain facts that you're not allowed to talk about. I don't really want to talk about it. Oh, I'm just asking you, do you agree with that statement? Barack Obama <sighs> is comparable to Adolf Hitler. No. Okay. See, it's not hard. It's not hard. That's awesome. That's easy to do. T for the class. <laughs> T for the class. T for the class. She's clapping her right now. She's getting claps. You also said George Washington was viewed by, from his slaves like a father. I guess that's part of what the the, mm -hmm. the part of the what the myth I guess is that not all slave owners were evil some were father figures like george washington she's mad at the fact that she said all this dumb crap and she thought she, there was no consequences for it that's the issue here she's mad she said things that um she thought there was no consequence at all that Everybody was going to believe her. It's, I'm looking at her facial expressions. It's, it's, it's like she's a child. She's a literal child when it comes to these things. No type of self-reflection. No type of, you know, well, damn, this, this, this could really hurt me. I should shut up. I shouldn't be saying this. That's what I see here. Yo, this editing is crazy. Yo, this editing is crazy. I just have to think, Pearl's gotta be one of the dumbest fucking people on the planet to go on the HD podcast and think this shit was not gonna come up. Did you say that? <laughs> I don't remember. I think like if someone's a great and powerful man in history to the point like they're talking about him hundreds of years later, he didn't have any kids. But like, did, he, did he own slaves? What? Did he own slaves? George Washington. Yeah, he did. Yeah, no real man to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, he actually. It's actually interesting. He um. He had a different like he inherited his slaves and it wasn't as simple as he could have just like let them go because um the debt that's incurred on them like you can't just release them and so he his slaves actually like he had a really good relationship with them and they considered him like a dad
Mm-hmm. What's your source for that? What's your source? That was from a Thomas Sowell book. Thomas Sowell. So he's your guy. Thomas Sowell's the man. There was a time where I started to read accounts from actual <laughs> slaves. So these okay. were like in like the and you know. I can't really talk about this. Like, even if I talk about this now, they're going to clip it. They're going to say things I didn't, I didn't say, but it's like, I, I used to read actual slave accounts and I was surprised how many didn't say bad things about their owners after they were free. <sighs> play the thing. Just play the, play the thing. You guys, you guys never heard of Stockholm Syndrome? Oh, thank Play you. You know, people who are held captive start developing a very sympathetic, empathetic relationship right. with their captor because of the trauma that's inflicted upon them mentally. This girl's really trying to sit here and say, like, yo, a lot of slaves actually love their masters because in a really fucked up psychological way, they had to learn to, to be able to endure. To be able to survive. You know, the thing that you want to do uh, for a beat-up woman in their relationship, endure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you know how many people feel the same way about the men who groomed them when they were underaged? Do you think children, just because of the fact that when they got free from their pedo-captors, still had a sympathetic bond, that that made that relationship okay or any less worse? What, if a, if a 10-year-old falls in love with an adult, grapes them all the time, <clears throat> says good things about them, that we shouldn't see the adult as as evil as anybody else? Hmm? Sometimes when I hear these people speak, I, I think they just hear whatever information confirms what they want to believe, and then they just go with that. What are you talking about? Oh, he was a good slave master. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say... She only quotes Thomas Sowell. She never reads any other book on the accounts of slavery. That's Thomas Sowell. Thomas Sowell. Yeah. I kind of know her, her, her viewpoint now. Like, slavery was a horrible institution, but I can't talk about that fact without getting canceled. I can't say, hey, these slaves had a good relationship with their owners. Because it's getting- not true. Because it's just not true. It's not true. What George well, Washington he, was not a father figure to his slaves. Well, if you Rick look up, like, um, I think it was Booker. Forty-seven. Uh, let's see, forty-seven of George Washington's slaves tried to escape. <laughs> Did you try to escape? If you okay, loved well, maybe, your maybe that, maybe that one was wrong. I, I don't, I don't know. This was like oh, okay. a, a little bit on a podcast months ago. I don't really remember, but. And and I said I wasn't sure if it was Washington either in that interview at some point. But well, George George like the, Washington the whole thing was I'm bringing up is I'm not even allowed to have this conversation without. What do you mean not allowed? That, but I mean we're the issue is not that you can't have this conversation. It's just that because it's such a sensitive topic, you have no idea how to cut through it efficiently. You're just going at it with a fucking paddle, and you're wondering why the meat coming out all crazy, and you're trying to serve it to people, and people will be like, mm. Uh, I didn't ask for a smashed raw burger. Yeah, people won't have an issue. They're going to complain. If you want to take on the typical stuff, that's fine. Do your due diligence. When you were on that fucking podcast with Nick, you didn't do your due diligence. You just let some white supremacists come up there and ramble for ta- for a while about how black people are inferior and how slavery isn't a big deal. That's your problem. If I'm going to tackle a big subject like that, like in a serious tone, you best believe I'm going to do it properly. There's been plenty of times people are like, I have a talk about Palestine. I don't know shit about it, so I ain't going to jump on it. And I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm like, hey man, Palestinians, this or that, and folks got mad. 
Uh, no, either side you're gonna put people are gonna just, no matter whatever what. it is. Why? Because yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Exactly. This girl, I can't even. You can discuss anything. Do it in private. If you want to do it in public and you want to give spicy takes about how slavery was embellished, be then informed. you better have your receipts. Be and if people ask, you better stand on ten on that. I just wanted to know what your thoughts are on this. That's all. Uh, um. Yeah, I, I'm not like my channel isn't about slavery. If it's not, then why'd you bring on Nick Fuentes? Why would you bring on somebody who's a known white supremacist if your channel's not about that? That's your problem, stupid. It's like, I can't say my thing is not a political channel that I bring on fucking Joe Biden. And then he starts rattling off about democratic policy. Marriage is supposed to be, you know, for better, for worse, and sickness and in health. And that's a part of the vow. <laughs> that's a part of the vow. I've been to enough marriages. Enough of them marriages. Enough of them marriages. And you always choose to take that vow, that side of the vow, that part of the vow. What about the part of the vow uh, where we talk about mutual respect? What about the part of the vow where you're talking about you're supposed to protect each other? What about the part of the vow where you're supposed to be become one? No, you chuck all that shit out the window and then you choose the one that you're like, hey, better or worse, this is the worst, tough it out. That's not what the vow is. They don't go to they don't go to church and be like, all right, uh, for better or worse, for better or worse, for better or worse on three, one, two, three, better or worse, and then they get married. That's not what happens. And the majority of divorces nowadays, it's just you know. The vow is for for better, for worse, to sickness through sickness and in health, through for richer or for poor, till death do us part. Okay, that's how the vows go. All right. And unfortunately, when things get hard and if there's abuse involved, people have to leave because the kids will be involved if someone dies. They'll be screwed up psychologically. I knew I was watching a YouTube channel of a guy who's talked about how his father uh, murdered his mother and how he at a young age was able to solve his mother's murder and convict his father of murder and that traumatized him and he uses his channel to help other people who have been through that same fate okay pearl is really dangerous for the red pill community the manosphere community and she's just spewing anything out of her mouth without thinking of the consequences and she's going to end up costing somebody big. When the girl just feels like leaving. That's not true. So, and, and well, you it's know, just not true. I've, talked to, I've talked to hundreds of women. The uh, abuse of power and the risk for abuse and for people to get stuck in a horrible relationship situation, mm -hmm. not just for them, but their kids. Right. I mean, obviously, have seen, having your kids watch their mother get beat up. And so, and oftentimes it's going to bleed. Or, or the kids get watching their father get beat up. Like it goes both ways. I yeah, and I, I acknowledge that it goes both ways. So it does go both ways, but it's kind of rare. It's rare that a woman will beat on a man. Nine times out of ten, there are instances and red flags that are there that the man doesn't see that a woman will be turned violent. Both people have a, a right to, in my opinion, get divorced because the alternative is one of the partners being stuck and like 
Do you do you potentially think that's a majority, lethal uh, do you think, situation? Do you think that's the majority of cases? A majority of cases of what? Divorce? Of divorce. Twenty-five percent. Twenty-five. It's twenty-five percent based on statistics. No, but that's not. No, that's not what's um in criminal court. It's like less than less than ten percent. Um, it actually followed through in criminal court. Well, so regardless, ten percent's yeah. enough, don't you think? No, I said less than ten percent of the abuse cases of the twenty-five percent. So that's like. Journal of Family Violence in 2014 found that approximately 25% of divorces in the United States involve domestic violence. Right. But again, that's because the woman says that she was because they're incentive. Okay, but but you're just saying stuff. You're just saying stuff. You don't actually know that to be true. No, I do. How? I do. Like, okay, in the UK, there's a law that you get a free lawyer if um, you how get does a free that, lawyer. Sorry, you, but how does that prove you, that women are lying about violence? No, get, because I, I'm saying that you can't. Okay. <laughs> You can't prove it unless they go to criminal court because criminal court is based off of evidence where where family court is based off of a balance of probabilities. Which is also evidence. You can't just say your partner beats you without evidence. He's just saying the same shit. This girl's fucking stupid. This girl's really incredibly dumb. You can't go to family court, say your partner beats you, and then they just believe it. That's not how it works. They have to have some evidence. She's not dumb. She has three cassettes. And she's just playing the same one she played before. Yo, she just, it goes in reverse. Like she doesn't know what she's talking she's about. She, she just rewind that bitch and played it back. That's that you can't prove it unless you go to criminal court because family right, but court it's not is a crime. Off of evidence. Right, but they're not going to jail. It's, not, it's just about the welfare of the kids, and you know, I mean, the people. It's involved. a crime if you're if you're falsely accusing someone of abuse. Um, so I'm saying I'm saying there's no, you can't. They only prove it in less than ten percent of cases. Okay. In criminal so, court, because criminal court is based off of evidence. Family court is not. She just keeps saying that. Bro. Deep, man. She just keeps she's, saying that. She's, and she's not, not true. She's not dumb. When, she's, dad, when, when dads win cases to get custody of their children, they're doing it based off evidence. They have to showcase evidence that the mother is sick or whatever. The same can be said the other way around. They're saying the dad father's a deadbeat. They got to show he didn't pay his payments. They got to show written receipts. Like, just, it's just stupid. So let's just say less than 10%. I'll just give you the benefit of the doubt on that. Still seems mm -hmm. like enough to give people the option to leave and this idea that women just leave whenever they want seems a little bit infantile since because people change right especially when people get married young which does happen people change people people get married young they're more likely to divorce something that just probably things doesn't understand or talk about uh go through shit people grow mm -hmm. apart it's like almost even been watching our video shout outs to you brother you in the right arguments and let's see what happens <laughs> Congratulations. See, so your researchers out here plagiarizing, but it's okay. I'm just playing. We didn't come up with this original thought. Other people have said it too. I'm just saying, we the ones who might have said on YouTube recently, I'm getting sick, but I'm just saying. Okay, just lonely things. We was want to talk about it. Give us some credit. Make sure, all right? You reference us. I'm just playing. Keep on. Do you think, King? She just looked like an idiot on most topics, as she normally does. Uh, yeah. The minute you went on Ethan Decline, you look like a. Yeah, what's that? It was done. I really thought this interview was about to be I've got high. Of course not. I mean, it wasn't a bad face interview. That was not a bad face interview, but what do you think Ethan was about to do? Well, he Make ask. you shine bright like a diet? Because he's, because he looks white. What, what was, what did you think was going to happen? You went on Trigger Pod and the same thing happened. What did you think? You're viral for having Nick Fuentes, a white supremacist, and a person that neglects the um, the abuse of minors. I'm surprised nobody knows that about 
Nick Fuentes and brought that up with Pearl. How come you didn't do some research on Nick Fuentes before you bring him on? Anyway. All right. So here's the last one. John Somali officially got banned. Fair use. Fair use. this in real life streamer named Johnny Somali. This guy pretty much spawns out of nowhere like when you suddenly find maggots in your trash can outside. Like they are literally just born out of poop. And with this guy, it's really the same story. People began to know who he was when he decided to go around Japan harassing people for his viewers' pleasure. That is, until some people pulled up on the place he was staying. He faced the Japanese law enforcement a couple of times. And he also got handled out in those Japanese streets more than once. And the thing is, he's not even making money doing this. The little clown cannot even break 20 subscribers on his Patreon. Because let's be honest, anyone tuning into this joke of a livestream is probably as broke and miserable as Johnny. And while the buffoonery has continued, his days online could be numbered based on what I have to show you today. And while it is rumored that Johnny Somali has now moved on to Bali to continue his harassment of the general public there, I do still have some clips to show you from before he left Japan, likely before Johnny figured out that things were about to get pretty dark for him over there. Can I ask you a question? Where's the hose at? Girl, I don't know. The hose. I know what you mean. You know what I mean? You just said hose. Where's the hose at? You shouldn't be asking me that, because I don't know. You don't know where the- You're probably in the clubs. What club? So she clearly doesn't want anything to do with his dumb ass. She doesn't want to entertain his stupid little streamer games talking about where the hose at. And she's dismissing him like the little boy he is. What's your name? What's your name? I don't know, man. I don't think you deserve my name anymore. Yeah, come on, man. These shit assholes. Where the hoes at, nigga? So at the end there, you can tell that he's still spouting off his racial nonsense. This is the continuation of that clip we just watched. She said you don't deserve my name. Shut your Chinese ass up, <laughs> So just once again, yeah, another example of this guy going to a foreign country and be- And he's racist now. He's being racist. That's why I say blacks can be racist. I don't believe the stupidity that they can't. Being straight up racist towards the people that live there. Yo, I'm not gonna lie, Japanese, I don't know why they with me. I really don't understand it. I really don't understand why these Japanese like me. I don't understand. Because I really be behaving like a chimp. Why do Japanese like me? Yeah, I don't think they like you at all. I think that they're just some pretty non-confrontational people. Some of them might not understand the stupid things coming out of your mouth. And for the most part, they're really probably just trying to keep the peace and basically move along with their day. Here's yet another clip where he went to the Disney World in Japan and was yet again playing some absolute bullshit music out of his stupid little speaker. What the f are y'all doing, bro? And to me, at this point, I don't know who is stupider, whether it be him or the idiot sitting at home watching this for fun. Atomic bombs. 
So yeah, he's once again just going around to mocking these people for one of the greatest tragedies that their country has ever faced. Keep in mind he did all of this only days after he issued this apparent apology, where he said he was sorry to the people of Japan and vowed to stop harassing them. And this is yet yeah, another clip from after he had already traveled to Bali, where a streamer socks him pretty good in the face with what looks like a tennis racket. And poor little Johnny, he really had no defense. <laughs> And he's basically telling him there, yeah, I'm smacking the shit out of you because of what you did in Japan and how you pretty much messed up that whole trip for us. And just a little side note, it looks like no one in this room full of streamers has showered in the last week. That shit stank down it. Ugh. Here's actually the view from his live stream. <laughs> this is for Japan, bro. He swatted that man like a fly. Don't punch me, And then I found some other clips of Johnny here. Shout out to this guy next for also documenting this entire thing. I got HIV, so I'm trying to spread it here on the island. I'm serious. Yo, he's making black people look really bad. Okay? And one of these days, he's going to get hurt. He's going to go to the wrong country. And you say that mess. They're going to make you disappear. He don't understand what he's doing. Black people already look like caricatures of, you know, clowns and deadbeats and promiscuous people and, and fools and he's making it worse gave it to me so like now i'm a super spreader so i came here i'm like i got revenge you know what i mean i'm trying to spread it to everybody here so basically he's going around bali with this same old tired shtick and people kind of just want to laugh their way out of it until this idiot goes away freedom of speech freedom of speech that's what I'm fighting for. That's what the soldiers died for in Okinawa. That's what they died for beach hopping and island hopping. I don't know if it's just like the latest grift or what, but it is always hilarious to me when people claim they're fighting for freedom of speech when really they're just going around harassing others. Oh, you live in Japan? Yeah. World War One, World War Two. Me? No. They want World War Three yeah. with me. I'm gonna bring it. Oh, you live, you, you, you working in Japan? Oh, I, I have work to finish in Japan. In Japan? Yeah. I have un, unfinished business. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that sounds like a threat right there to me. Talking about I'm trying to create World War III in Japan, I have unfinished business there. When all that really happened is that he went over there and was harassing people out in public and then he got checked a couple of times for doing so and now he wants to be mad? I mean truly, the self-victimization of this clown is hilarious. And it does seem like his 15 seconds of fame might finally be up. When you currently go over to his kick page you receive this air 
And with some of the degeneracy going on over a kick, when even they don't want your ass, you know you must really be doing something pretty foul. And people were saying that this whole situation is very reminiscent of when Logan Paul took his trip to Japan and was doing stuff like this. Oh, so we're gonna be respectful. The Game Boy Color. How much? 9,500. Ah! Excuse me, sir. The game seems to be malfunctioning. Much old broken, though. No, no, no! Okay, get him. Honey, get him. <laughs> I'll catch you! I choose you! He has no idea. Hello. Oh. Hi. How you feel? You just gotta be careful to not like disrespect the culture. You, you sure you don't want this? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And it's just funny to me that no matter how mature Logan might like to act like he is now, he was still a grown man, I believe, in his like early to mid 20s out here doing this disrespectful shit for really no reason but to entertain his audience of very young kids. Either way, y'all let me know what you guys think about this Johnny Somali update down below in the comments. At the end of the day, it is truly my belief that his career will crash and burn just like all the other clout chasing demons that we've covered on my channel. He is about to just, one day someone's gonna just end up taking him out. <sighs> well, that's all I got for today. Anything you wanna know about this channel, it's in the description box. Check me out on Rumble, Radical Thought 791. And uh, that's it. Later. Like, share, comment, and subscribe.